Hello, friends and foes. Welcome to episode 60 of Victory Loves Company. To set the tone for this episode, I am going to read an excerpt from Gina Marie's blog from her website, gsellsseashells.com. The reader and I hugged, and I told her it was nice to meet her. I must have had the most ridiculous grin on my face. What were the odds of me being in the store at the exact time as one of my readers? It was such a surreal experience because it was the very first time a stranger had ever recognized me as an author of a book to which they had enjoyed. I looked at my husband, that's me by the way, while this interaction was taking place and he had the biggest smile on his face. I feel like I'm reading this like a Dr. Seuss novel. I was grateful that he was there to share this experience with me. After the reader had left the store, the cashier had told me that she had recognized me from the back cover of my book, The Letters in the Old House. Out of all the products that were carried in the store, she remembered my book and my picture. This is a direct quote from her blog. As you could tell, she's the writer in a relationship. We'll delve more into the story right here, right now on Victory Loves Company. You're listening to the Victory Loves Company podcast, a podcast where you decide what the takeaway lesson is. Here's your host, entrepreneur, investor, and sarcasm enthusiast, Conrad Agdarian. Gina Marie. Hi. Hi, honey. Thanks for coming on again. You're welcome. So the craziest thing happened to me yesterday. No, the craziest thing happened to me yesterday. You ever have one of those days where just you have all green lights, like everything just seems to fall in line? Um, they're few and far between, but they happen. And it's my understanding that similarly, you're the English major, a similar event happened. Yes. Okay. I know what happened because I was there. Why don't you tell my listeners what happened? Set the scene for us, sweetheart. So I, yesterday, got recognized for the very first time by a stranger as an author right like that's how that's how i would say okay i i was i don't know whether (laughs) how else would you say a reader recognized me yesterday um we were in um point pleasant new jersey and and a reader recognized me reader a reader I'm saying that the word Rita, but like with the accent reader. I'm, I'm related to a few Ritas, and if you say it as a New Yorker, it's reader. You know, well, you have, you have two grandmas and an, an aunt or an aunt. Yes. With that name. I have three people named Rita who are related to me. That is yep. correct. And we both have an Aunt Susan. We do. Mm-hmm. We both have an Aunt Susan. Yes. And they both begin with the letter A. No. Anyway. I think, I think um, a lot of people our age probably have an Aunt Susan. Or an Anne Helen. It seems like one of those old yep. school names. We're getting off topic. We're digressing. Yes. Am I using that word correctly for yes. the first yeah. time? Yes, yes. But, but I digress. Yes, we digressed. Okay, we digressed. So you completely left out where, you know, all right. how we arrived in this situation. Well, yeah, uh, yesterday uh, we were visiting my parents and um, we were out for a bit and we were near. Dina's in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, which is a gift and accessory shop that my book, The Letters in the Old House, is sold in. And if you can't make it to Dina's in Point Pleasant, there is also a way to purchase my book on Amazon. If you search for The Letters in the Old House, I am self-published. 
and it's a novel if you're interested in checking that out. We were visiting my parents and Conrad had not yet seen my book in the store yet, even though it's been in there since last summer. I only saw pictures. Right. I did not have the opportunity to see the full display. Right. I said, let's go. And we were in another store a few blocks away with my parents. And my parents said, we'll just drive over and meet you guys. But Conrad wanted to walk over. It was nice out. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice out. It was. And we just ate. And yeah. you know, I like to walk after we eat for mm-hmm. digestion reasons. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we walked over and we walk in and I get all giddy like, oh, it's my book. Look, look, look. Even though I've seen it a bunch of times in the store, but I. It was the first time with me, though. It was the first time with you. That's why it was extra special. So I walk in and I point and I'm all excited. And the cashier behind the counter at the store says, excuse me, are you the author? And I said, yeah. And she's like, oh, and she runs around and she goes to this other woman who was standing right by us looking at something else. And she says, excuse me, this is the author. As it turns out, this woman, the other customer, had written me a review a couple of weeks ago on Facebook and I had responded to it. And it was the most bizarre thing. So it was really exciting to meet somebody and to get recognized and meet a reader. The weird thing was is that um, that the cashier was actually speaking to your fan. My um, reader. Be, I don't yeah, have fans. I'll, I'll, I have readers. Well, she was a fan. She yeah, wrote, she I don't like her... saying that word. It sounds very self-indulgent. She's a reader. She read my book. Does she follow you on Instagram? She follows me on Facebook. Okay, she's a fan. <sighs> she, that the cashier was actually talking to her about you a couple yes. of minutes prior to walking in. Yep. So many different things had to have happened in the correct time. They all had to line up in order for the story, what you just said, to really come to fruition. Really, you know, we had to get there at the exact same time. She had to have been there for the right amount of time. There's just so many different factors that went into it. Yeah, you know, it was we, weird. We had, the whole if we way. would have drove instead of walked, we would have missed her. Yeah, you know, or was... we would have gotten there too early, one or the other. And the cashier knew who you were from the back page of your uh, book, so yeah. she was obviously familiar with the product, despite there being, you know. 500 different oh, yeah. products that Dina offered. Oh, yeah. she the, This particular store, the owner, Dina, is super sweet. I've actually never met her before, but um, we've obviously communicated back and forth via email and Instagram and stuff. And she's, um, she's great, like just a great person. And she carries a lot of really cool... It's like all unique stuff that you really don't find anywhere else in her... Um, great job throwing that coffee cup out. That's awesome. Um <laughs> Conrad's trying to play basketball with the coffee cup. It's not working out too well. Oh, I don't have to try. You don't even try. It's, you know. I was MVP in uh, high school. Yeah, I don't think you are. So Maximum vacuum power. So it, she carries a lot of really great stuff in her store. And her store is fairly big. And it was weird because the cashier recognized me from the back of the book. And I'm like... I'm like, oh, hey, like it was just it was so weird to me and it was so exciting. It was exciting. It was really exciting because that was the very first time I'd ever been recognized in public for something that I had written. It wasn't like, oh, hey, you're Conrad's wife or you're so-and-so's friend or you're whoever associated with somebody else. I was recognized because of something that I created. It was it was crazy. And they had I later learned they had been talking about me to your point prior to us coming in because the woman had mentioned she had read the book and she loved it and that I had responded to her Facebook page or her Facebook post on my page. 
So it was really crazy the way the whole thing turned out. But it just, I wrote a, I recently, I just today published a blog post on this that on gcellseashells.com, you never know. Like a year ago in February of 2017, I never would have in a million years, or 2018 rather, I never would have thought that I would get recognized, you know, recognized in public. Hey, that's that's Gina who wrote this book, The Letters in the Old House. Organically found Right, like, oh, hey. And not that I'm a celebrity by any stretch of the imagination, but it was just weird, like having somebody recognize me and saying, oh, that's her. It was weird. So it just goes to show what a year can do. It also shows that when you work and you work and you work towards something, like you could pretty much do anything that you want. Like it can look totally different for you if you just if you just put the effort in and you hustle. Well, you had a vision. You had an image. You had a goal that you wanted to achieve. Oh, yeah. And you just blocked out all the ambient noise and you just plowed through with it. And I give you credit for that. What Thank you, look, you. What are you looking at? I'm not looking at anything. Yeah. Looking at me? I am looking at you. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it's it's just amazing what you can do if you block everything out. And I'm not sharing. I've shared the story all over social media and my website and everything. But I'm not sharing it to be like, oh, my God, I got recognized. Look how great I am. Look how cool I am. Look at this. Look at that. It's not about that. And honestly, if... If it were about that, I never would have shared this story because I I like to share things with the purpose of of helping other people learn or encouraging somebody or inspiring somebody. If there's not something to be gleaned from this um, story, then I'm not going to share it. But I shared it because it just goes to show somebody said to Gina, February of 2018, you're going to get recognized next year by somebody or this is going to happen or you're going to be in a store. And I would have been like, uh-huh, that's funny. Okay. You, you know, it, anything's possible. Anything can happen. Any opportunity that you want can be created for you. You, you could create it for yourself. Don't wait for somebody to open the door for you. Invite yourself to the party and sit down. It's all about sweat equity. It is. Putting and, in the time. And I've, I've said this so many times. I have blocked out so much crap and nonsense that goes on on a daily basis everywhere you know, between stupid junk on social media that I've unfollowed or just deleted or whatever, or even people in my life who I've unfortunately had to kind of like block out. You lose friends and stuff like that, but you gotta, you gotta work towards it. You gotta keep that goal in mind. If somebody's not supporting you in a goal or if somebody is not believing in you or if somebody is saying negative things to you, like you don't want that person in your life. I always say you got to snip out the uh, the cancer in your life. You got to trim that. You got to trim the fat. Yeah, it makes you much more productive, much more efficient worker. Yeah, and and yesterday that whole encounter was just such a. And I know you were joking, like, "Oh, you're not gonna, your head's not going to be able to fit through the door when we walk out of the <laughs> we walk out of this store." But it was um, it, it just it made me feel so good knowing that this woman enjoyed my book, and she's like, "Are you writing another one?" And I'm like, yeah, yeah. You, could, you could see the sheer uh, was, joy of like, well, you know, when can we get a piece of yeah. you again? Like she was really she's like, how do I find out when you're when the second one's coming? I said, well, follow me on Facebook. I post everything there, all my updates and everything. Don't worry, I'll be it'll be all over the place. But it was just it was so nice. This woman was the nicest woman. I gave her a hug and everything. She was very sweet. It, it just goes to show 
what you don't know when you work and you work and you're busting your butt and trying to do something, you don't know what's going to happen. And sometimes that's part of the fun and it's also really scary, but you have no idea what your project or thing or whatever it is that you're doing. You have no idea what that's going to turn into. Well, I had this conversation with somebody just the other day. I think it's exciting when you start something new, large or small, that it's there's an element of excitement. And I'm not saying you shouldn't have a plan or an idea. You should always have a plan or an idea and a plan B just in case this falls, you know, it falls flat. But there's an element of excitingness to starting something new and not knowing like where it's going to go. Like almost like you're letting the journey lead you and you're just kind of going along for the ride. Yeah. You know, when I started my business, what, 10 years ago, you know, I had no idea where it was going to go. But I thought that was exciting. I'm like, well, if I start here, wouldn't it be cool if I eventually ended up there? And it's the same thing with you. When you started writing your book, you know, it was like, all right, well, how do I distribute this to people? You know, you started online and you got a website and then you started distributing to brick and mortar. And, you know, who knows what's going to happen from there? Right. Yeah. And it's it's also something I always like to make clear with this when I say, oh, I did this. Nobody did this for me. Nobody gave me any special opportunity or any, I didn't have any connections to anything. Nobody told me, oh, this is how you self-publish a book. I did all the research by myself. I did all of it. I wrote everything on my own. I did it. I did the whole thing on my own. I really did. I mean, I had one of my friends read through the book for me. That was a really big help. And then I had you help me with the cover of the book when I had to submit it to Amazon. That's it. When you're trying to work on something creative or you're trying to do something, a project of some sort, you have to set goals and try to adhere to those goals. I work, I mean, you know, I work nine to five and I have a full-time job, but this is something I love to do. It's it's who I am. There's a lot of times I see you working feverishly in your office. What inspires you? What inspires me? Yeah, what inspires you to actually get, you know, physically in the laptop and say, all right, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to bang out six pages today or whatever it is. Because I'm sure you've had cases of writer's block, no? Oh, sure. Everybody does. So what inspires you? What inspires me is knowing that if I crank out X amount of pages, most authors go by words, word count. Like, I'm going to write a thousand words today or whatever. I don't go by that. I go by pages. I'm weird like that. The word count does nothing for me. What inspires me is knowing that if I write, let's say five pages today, that I'm five pages closer to being done with it and getting it published and getting it into the hands of my readers. So it's that drive to reach the final products is is the driving force. It's the drive of making progress because the worst feeling is if I have, because a lot of my writing's done on the weekends, occasionally at night, but by the time I get home from work, I'm so tired. It's really tough to do anything at that point, especially if I go to the gym or something. If I go a whole weekend and I didn't do anything, like I didn't create a blog post because my blog posts are what keeps my page my website relevant and you know going on pinterest and everything it's all the seo stuff so if i didn't at least make some progress on my gcl seashells brand then i i I feel like oh like i wasted another weekend or i wasted time it's that feeling of wasting time i think that's like that's really what drives me to to complete things because if you feel like you wasted time and you you wasted your energy 
on something stupid. Like I sat there for an hour on Instagram, like just scrolling or I was BSing doing this or doing that and stuff that you really didn't like need to do then I feel like I just wasted a whole weekend and didn't get anything done. And then you you set yourself back. And then those goals that I create every month for myself were not, that goal's not going to be met this month potentially. Time is the most important resource. And it's the one thing that you can never, ever get back. Yeah. So I- got to use it wisely. I, I think setting your goals and setting realistic goals, not saying, oh, I'm going to finish the book this month. I mean, that's crazy. Not for anything, but that's nuts. So you can't do that to yourself. You have to have realistic, manageable goals and then celebrate when you're when you finish something. Get excited about it. I met my goal. I met my my deadline that my my self-inflicted deadline that I created for myself. I did it. That's that's really what you have to do to keep yourself going. That's why I'm such a big advocate of planners because planners and, and writing it down and seeing it every day helps you to keep your life organized and complete whatever it is you're trying to do. So what's next? What's next is hopefully my second book. Yeah. I'm hoping to get that completed by the end of the year. Well, you're uh, making a lot of progress on it. I'm on page 68 right now. And th- these are word pages. I know how many words and stuff, my word count, everything is just with the pages. It just, it, it makes me feel more accomplished than going, oh, I wrote 400 words today or whatever somebody might say. It's like, all right, who cares? Oh, you writers. <laughs> Every author I follow, they're like, I have a goal to complete 5,000 words this weekend. I'm like, oh. Let's sit there and count. Well, the word count thing, you know, counts it it's for a you. Joke, sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah. So we will see. I just keep plugging away. I don't care what anybody else is doing. I don't care anybody else's BS, crap, nonsense, social media, people are complaining about. Like, I don't care. And that's part of it. You just block out the crap in your life, honestly. Block out all the noise and just focus at the task at hand. Yeah, you got to stay focused. If you don't stay focused, you're you're not going to get there. Well, distractions are always going to be imminent. Sure. It's how you deal with those distractions. Sure. So it separates the men from the boys. Yep. So. But it's good that you actually physically had the opportunity to... Enjoy the fruits of your labor. You know, you you created a product, selling it to the masses, and this is your feedback from it. Yeah, it was it was a great feeling. It's something I will remember for the rest of my life, and I was really happy that you were there to share it with me. You were glowing. I was. I was glowing, but yes. you had a big smile on your face. I knew you were proud of me. I was proud of you because I knew how much... Uh, you know, writing a book meant to you, you know, especially your first book. You know, a handful of years ago, did you really think you were ever going to get it finished? It always seemed like it was a work in progress. Right. And the last, whatever it was, 18 months is really when it kind of came down the home stretch. And then lo and behold, almost a year, almost a year to the month, but almost a year to the week, you uh, had the finished product in your hand. Yeah. There's a picture of you. I know. <laughs> I was actually wearing this the sweatshirt that I'm wearing right now. I was wearing that in that picture. Interesting. So sometimes the stars just align. Perfectly. They do. And as I mentioned earlier, if you if you start working on something now and you keep working and you keep hustling, your life could look completely different a year from now, even six months from now. But your life can look different. True. True. Well, thank you, sweetheart, for sharing this very lovely story. Well, thank you for having me. And as always, you were a pleasure. Thank you.
So I think that should do it for this episode. And um, I'll talk at you uh, next week there. Bye. Swallow